Welcome to A Wholeness Podcast, a healthy home for hair professionals and our clients, where health and happiness is the top priority for those within the hair industry. Serving those who serve and giving the hair industry one great big hug. Hello, I'm your host, Fliss Downs, a barber, yogi, and meditation teacher. Come on in. Before I crack on with today's episode, if you haven't done so already, please hit the follow button on Spotify or on iTunes and leave me a star rating and review. By doing this, you will be helping me reach a wider audience and get the message out there sooner rather than later. I'd also like to mention that this podcast is proudly sponsored by Earth and Soul Pizza. If you are local to or travelling through Bairnsdale, use my promo code LOVEFLISS. That's L-O-V-E-F-L-I-S-S. And get yourself a free large pizza when you buy one. With locally sourced produce and food exceptionally made by the team at Earth and Soul Pizza, you and I are more than just a hairdresser or barber. I am back with a solo cast. As I mentioned at the end of the last episode, I sensed a solo cast was needed. I firmly feel this is a topic to bring to the table. I'm sure many of you can relate to the saying, oh, I'm just a hairdresser, or oh, I'm just a barber. I'm guessing somewhere along your career, you have used this phrase, or maybe you are still using it. Well, my friends, I'm here to reiterate and tell you You are more than just a hairdresser or barber. For me, this stems back to when I was growing up and thinking about what I wanted to be when I'm older. When I expressed the interest of wanting to be a hairdresser, bless my parents, with all of their love, they quickly steered me in that direction and as a 16-year-old, I assumed so naively that this was all I was going to be and that it will be my path until I retire. It was a sense I felt that I wasn't academic enough to do anything else. It also soon became apparent to me in my late teenage years and into my early years of being a qualified hairdresser that it's known for hairdressers to not be all that bright and many of us are a dumb blonde. It was a job which wasn't in high regard. It was, ah, hairdressers are dumb, which is why they're hairdressers. Now, I don't know if this is ringing any alarm bells for you, But this narrative sunk into my self-esteem and even as I moved through my early years in the industry, to a degree, this was highlighted. I'll tell you why we are more than just a hairdresser or barber. We're a friend. We're a moral support. We're a counsellor. We're a healer. We're a creative. We're an artist. We're a chemistry-based scientist. We're a cosmetologist. We're a stable person in someone's life. We have incredible people skills and we are mind and body readers. And that's just a small list I've currently come up with. So if you are listening and you would like to add to this list, please do DM me on Instagram at the yoga barber. Little did I know I would go on to feel the way that I do about my work and the industry. Take a career break from 2012 to 2016, speak publicly, travel and live overseas, have multiple passions and goals, and truly, deep down, become lovingly obsessed about health and happiness. You see, in the words of Emily Wapnick from her TED Talk, Why Some of Us Don't Have One True Calling, I would name us hair professionals to be multi-potentialites. As a creative and artist, I think it is impossible to be just one thing. 
Of course, we can specialise such as a colour or cutting specialist, but what enables us to specialise is the copious amount of external drives, such as passions, projects, life experiences, hobbies, goals, dreams and desires. Standing or sitting by our clients, not just being their barber or hairdresser, but an underpaid counsellor for a start, (laughs) a designer, an artist, a human who has many interests, which contributes towards personality and persona, which is a big part why clients are drawn to a particular hair pro and they become a loyal client. I believe it is down to the individual to incorporate new paths and waves into their life so they don't end up feeling stagnant and demotivated in their job and become just a barber or hairdresser. I share this with you because all the external things that I am doing outside of my role as a barber is what's actually firmly making me the person I am and feeling ever so grounded and confident in my direction, enabling me to be the person who clients want to come back to, having raving clients who book their next appointment before they leave the barber shop, and with a percentage of them wishing to book repeated appointments months in advance, all because I am more than just a barber. I'm a podcast host, a meditation teacher who also teaches mindset, yoga and breath work. I could add to this list, but for the purpose of promoting who I am professionally and how I serve the community right now, I'll leave it at that. We are more than halfway through February and I feel as if I'm chasing my tail with all the positive things I have going on outside of my full-time job being a barber. Obviously, recording and editing the weekly episodes of a wholeness podcast, which is going extremely well, but so time-consuming, yet it's so rewarding and I'm not stopping anytime soon. When I think about this podcast, I think compound, compound, compound. The more consistent I am with it, the greater the guests, outreach and impact. On top of cutting hair and this podcast, I'm not someone to sit at home watching telly, binging Netflix and stuffing my face with marshmallows. I don't even have a TV nor a Netflix account. So what does she do with her time then? You may be questioning. I read, I journal, I meditate, I exercise, I go out in nature I drink tea, I have long showers, I sit in silence with myself, I dance, I listen to podcasts and audiobooks and a bunch more wholesome stuff. The real grit though behind the scenes of me being a full-time barber and a podcast host is I'm building an online business specialising in teaching meditation to hair professionals but not excluding others who wish to join the path to consciousness, aliveness, feeling whole, finding a deep sense of self and awareness which automatically will create a community of people who are wanting to better their health and happiness. This year, I began promoting myself as a certified meditation teacher after completing the 10-week meditation and breathwork certification with my teacher and role model, Brett Moran. I can definitely say that every day I am learning, learning, learning and learning and guess what? Learning. I have become a student of many things all in one hit and I'm going to be honest, I'm rather overwhelmed and overloaded that at the end of some days I crawl into bed, take a deep sigh and say to myself, you've got this girl, you are making a difference and you are going to move mountains. To help me be a cheerleader towards myself because personally, building an online business can at times feel lonely and as if I'm bashing my head against a bloody brick wall. Wishing to create an online business is nothing new to me. 
However, wanting to create an online business teaching meditation is a new thing to me. Since I started my travels in 2014, I have idolised having an online business where I can live a location-free lifestyle all whilst building something that is greater than myself. To give you an idea of what I'm learning and implementing, I thought it would be an interesting thing for you by sharing snippets of the things that I'm having to learn, let go of and put into practice. So here goes, 15 things but not limited to. What I'm learning, number one, how to build an email list, creating a landing page, how to attract my audience to sign up and want to read my monthly newsletter. Two, record and upload content to a membership portal for my audience. Three, how to create a membership website on Squarespace. Four, how to utilize ManyChat. Five, how to use AI to increase my productivity. What I'm letting go of. Number six, the need to have all the equipment before I create content. Number seven, making everything perfect. I mean, what even is perfect? There's that saying, things are better to be done than not done at all. Number eight, not knowing everything I want to know in order to get me to where I want to be. Number nine, shitty limiting beliefs, such as shifting my mindset from I am not capable to I am worthy and capable to build an online meditation business. Number 10, other people's feelings, thoughts and actions towards my goals. And the last five are what I'm putting into practice. So number 11, daily or if not regular content on Instagram to build momentum and to build my audience's trust. 12, putting aside time to educate myself about creating an online business and how to build it successfully to hit a six-figure business within 12 to 24 months. 13, showing up for myself even on the days I can't be bothered. 14, meditating daily to help take me deeper into my own journey. And number 15, Read, listen or watch something daily about neuroscience and mindset. Okay, maybe there's a 16th one here, guys. (laughs) Move my body every single day, whether that be a walk, cycle, gym, swim or practice yoga. So that's actually a list of 16 things. But you get my gist. This is all what's going on in the background of working a full-time job, being a barber, hosting this podcast And now, as I've explained, creating and generating an online business, teaching meditation to the hair industry and not excluding people who aren't in the hair industry. Now I come to think about it, our role as a hair professional is greatly expanded by social media. We generally have a presence online where we promote our work, what we are doing in our career. We are thriving within our creative realm applying for competitions, wanting to cut hair on stage, create an educational platform and so forth. So it is only fair that I proudly say we are incredible, talented, intelligent, diverse humans who hold a powerful role in society. We are not just a hairdresser or barber. Of course, people need the haircut and it's not about fancy techniques, flicking our scissors or spinning our hair dryers. For me, what it all boils down to is connection. It's what every human desires, needs and generates. I have felt a huge amount of connection, a different kind, since starting a wholeness podcast. To have the ability to speak with people all over the world about their journey and what they have to offer to humanity. 
It's something I will forever be grateful for, providing a space for my guests and listeners to feel connected. Because each and every one of us wants to feel whole. In the words of Dr. Joe Dispenza, a teacher and role model of mine. People come to this work, they want abundance, they want healing, they want a new relationship, they want a new career, they want the mystical, but really, they want wholeness. And, and they want healing, they want peace, they want they wholeness. Because they feel unwhole. Well, well, when you're in lack or you're in separation, you're not whole. Imagine feeling so much wholeness that's impossible to want. That's what, our, that's what we're working on with people. Then you can really enjoy a sunset. Then you can really enjoy a meal. Then you can really enjoy your friends. So that's a really small clip from a video on YouTube under the page Mind Motivation Coaching. I will be putting a link in the bio. So if any of you are wanting to listen to that video, it will be in the show notes. You know, I actually came up with this podcast title of A Wholeness Podcast before I even listened to this particular video. And I found this video of Joe talking about wholeness not that long ago to be honest it would have been about a month ago to six weeks and that is literally right at the end of the video and as soon as he said that oh I got shivers all over my body because I was like yes that's exactly how I want people to feel when they're listening to a wholeness podcast or when they're being a guest on here is I want them to feel seen and heard I want them to feel whole I want them to feel complete I I want them to feel part of something and so with me talking about us hair professionals being more than just a barber or hairdresser it is with great pleasure that I shine the light on our profession and what we do and the people that we are. With that being said, I'm going to round things up now and let you know next week's guest is somebody who I connected with online last year, Carol Black, a barber and activist in the LGBTQ plus community within the hair industry. This conversation was really insightful and this is a very important topic to bring to the table within the hair industry. If you're not following Carol Black already, please do go follow her on Instagram, underscore, underscore, Carol Black, without an E. I'll put her details in the show notes. So, This is my calling to the LGBTQ plus community within the hair industry. If you are out there, if you are listening to this, please, please, please do tune in to next week's episode. And for the greater cause of this podcast, I believe everybody should listen to this specific episode with Carol, where we shine the light on part of the community, which doesn't get spoken about that much, but I know as timing goes on that this community is going to feel a sense of abundance with the love and the care of which that community deserves. Because at the end of the day, we are all just humans who have the desire to feel connection and to feel whole. In the meantime, as always, stay tuned and stay real. Join me every Wednesday for a wholeness podcast. I'll catch you real soon. Peace, love and light.